line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. We're about to go to the Quiver River guest line and welcome Andy Strickland onto the program. Just another reminder, though, for you. Uh, you can continue to uh, donate to uh, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital and Tree of Hope. You can go to KMOX.com slash Cardinal Glennon, and uh, that's one place uh, you can donate. You can also text HOPE to 20357. That's HOPE to 20357. Tree of Hope Week uh, wrapping up tomorrow, so hopefully uh, we can... Uh, uh, raise as much money as uh, possible between now and the end of tomorrow. Right now, very happy, as mentioned, to go to the Quiver River guest line. We welcome in a guy who's part of the uh, broadcast team with Bally Sports uh, Midwest covering the Blues. He is Andy Strickland. Follow him on Twitter at Andy Strickland. Hey, Andy, how are you? I'm good, Matt. How about you? Uh, doing all right. Uh, Blues open up a long road trip. They're not going to play another home game until after Christmas. Let's go back a little bit. They get that one nothing win the other day against Nashville, and the narratives coming out since that game was how tough they were, their ability to check, the physicality, uh, getting in front of the net, being strong defensively. A lot of things that maybe had not described this team for a while. How promising is it that at least for one night uh, they were doing all of those things? Well, they were much better at it. Uh, the one thing you, you didn't mention just now is how incredible their goaltending was, and that's basically the name of the game in hockey. I mean, you get goaltending, especially that type of goaltending, you're going to have a chance to win. And, you know, that's what Bennington's done the last couple of games, you know, and for the most part he's done that throughout the year, even though his numbers wouldn't suggest that. Um, you know, I thought Nashville probably was the better team in the game. I mean, obviously the Blues won one nothing in overtime, so that tells you right there that it was pretty even. But you look at the stats overall, I think the Blues had more cycle chances, but that's basically it. I mean, uh, you look at scoring chances, you look at chances off the rush, you look at slot shots, all that type of stuff. Uh, then you look at after games, I mean, Nashville kind of held the advantage. Bennington was unbelievable. Now, what you're talking about, I mean, there's a lot of truth to it. The penalty kill was a big part of the victory. And when you can kill penalties um, – at the level that they had the last couple of games, again, you're going to put yourself in a good spot because the penalty kill has been horrendous up to this point in the season. I mean, like historically bad. You know, if the season were to end today, the Blues' PK percentage would be the lowest in the history of the game. I mean, that tells you how bad it's been. So all of a sudden when you're perfect on a couple of games in a row on the PK, that's going to help. And, you know, you saw some aggressive penalties, one taken by Pareko, another one taken by Nico Mikola, especially if you're killing penalties at a high level, you'll take those. And it was good to see, you know, some of that aggressiveness from the Blues defense on the, on the back end because they've been way too loose throughout the course of the season, and it's led to a lot of easy goals against and some frustration for their goaltender, Jordan Bennington. So now we'll see if they can do it against tonight against the high-powered Edmonton Oilers. What do they take away from the third game of the season, which feels like lifetimes ago when they uh, won that 2 nothing game uh, at Edmonton? Can they, can they take anything away from that contest and apply it to tonight? Yeah, well, first off, Edmonton, they've, they've been shut out twice this season, once against St. Louis. But, you know, they were pretty much able to, to you know, keep, you know, Connor McDavid at bay. I mean, obviously he didn't put up any points, so that's a big part of it. But, you know, he wasn't very dangerous in the game either. And the Blues' penalty kill was really strong against, you know, the best power play in the NHL. I mean, Edmonton, to no surprise, has the number one power play in the league. And they're incredible. Drysaddle leads the league in power play goals right now. And um, he's always a major, major threat on the power play. I mean, they're coming off of uh, a victory against Nashville where 
Um, McDavid had four points, and Drysdale had five, and their power play was a big part of that part of that victory. So you go back to the third game of the season. I mean, the Blues obviously had some confidence that that was their best game of the year, really through the first ten, eleven games of the year. So um, you know, and obviously Bennington playing strong, and they were good defensively. And like I said, you know, they they were you know able to only score one goal in that game. The other goal was an empty netter in that game, if I'm if memory serves me correctly. So um, there's some stuff you can take out of it. But again, Edmonton's a little bit of a different team. Um, you know, their goaltending's been up and down. Um, you know, they struggled a little bit. They have not been a great team this season. They haven't met expectations. You know, you look at how they score their goals. I think their top four goal scorers on the team make up for like 68% of the actual goals scored by Edmonton this year. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, they have no secondary scoring. They have no scoring depth whatsoever. And it, it's even more so hurt right now with the injury with uh, to Evander Kane. So, um, you know, this is not you – know, listen, Edmonton, they're top-heavy, but if you can get through those two guys, you can you know keep those two players at bay, then, you know, you obviously give yourself a big-time chance to win the hockey game. Earlier this week at practice, they brought in an emergency goalie just in case Bennington could not get through. He got a little bit banged up on Monday. He made it through practice, and and the indication is we'll see him tonight. From a health standpoint, where is he at? Is everything fine? Oh, yeah. No, he's fine. If if you saw, he he made a save late in the game where he was forced to turn his glove around, and the puck hit his wrist in the area that doesn't have a ton of uh, protection. Normally, your hand you know, is faced or that part of your of your arm is faced towards your body, not it's being exposed in the in the situation that it was. So um but that hurts and, and, and he was obviously in a lot of pain, but he was able to hang in there, finish the game. He said he was fine afterwards. And they brought the e bug out for practice the other day, pretty much as a precaution in the event that Bennington wasn't able to go. But he made it through practice, so that's a real positive sign and he's good to go tonight. Andy Strickland continuing to uh, join us talking all things Blues hockey. You've been around this game for a really, really long time. Just considering where this team is at right now, going on a five-game road trip, is it more likely that that's a positive thing as guys continue to come together, or is it more likely that it's a negative thing because it's a five-game road trip and that's a very challenging thing to go through? Yeah, and all five teams they're facing are out of the Pacific Division, which is, um, the division where the Blues have the best record this season. They've kind of feasted on the Pacific. I think they're 6-2 and two against the Pacific this season. And all five teams are ahead of them in the standings. Listen, the Blues are a pretty comfortable team um, on the road. I think they've shown that much of the season, too. And, and they're comfortable against the Pacific, like I said. I, I think it's a good thing. You know, to get away from home, you know, sometimes there can be some distraction, a lot of family around this time of year with the Christmas break and whatnot. So, um, you know, with the Blues starting at home following Christmas, I think a lot of the players' families will be coming to St. Louis to have Christmas here, especially with the Blues playing on the 23rd in Vegas. It's difficult to get home when you're all the way out in Vegas and the West Coast on the 23rd, that close to Christmas, and then you've got to get back here for a game on the 27th. So um, I, I think it's a real good thing. I would not be shocked if the Blues find their game or at least head into the Christmas break feeling good about this particular road trip. I mean, they got a lot, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, steps to climb and they got a lot of room to, a lot of ways to go before they, you know, find themselves where they want to be in terms of playoff positioning and whatnot. But this is the huge step towards getting there. And, you know, with as brushed up as everybody is, I mean, you look at where the Blues are at right now from the point standpoint. You, I mean, you just win a couple of games in a row, you put yourself right back in the mix. 
So, and they've done that, getting three points over the course of the last two games. I mean, they're not that far out. But this is a huge road trip for a number of reasons. Obviously, it starts tonight. Um, but these are winnable games for the Blues, too. There's no question about that. And they get Pavel Buchnevich back. He had missed four games with a lower body injury. Obviously, when you go on a road trip like this, you want as many guys healthy as possible. And uh, getting him back obviously adds a, a dangerous player back into the lineup. I think he's the Blues' most um, best all-around player on the roster. I really do. Um, you know, he elevates the play of others around him. He's a point-per-game player. He can kill penalties at, the, at a high level. He's on your number one power play unit. Um, you know, he can be a matchup guy to go up against the other team's top players. Um, he can play physical. He holds other players accountable. He's super intelligent. He's a great playmaker. He's got great chemistry with his linemates. So, you know, what else is there to say about Pavel Buchnevich? You know, his injury was kind of crazy because he suffered a cut in his foot as a result from taking a, a puck to the foot. You know, normally you hear about, you know, uh, a cracked bone in the foot or, or a broken ankle. I mean, this cut. His, his foot wide open. He had to get several stitches in the foot after blocking a shot. And, you know, obviously you get concerned about infection and some of that. And, and he was having trouble just getting his foot into the boot of his skate. Um, so it, it wasn't an easy injury, you know, for him to come back from. So you hope he's going to be okay. This guy is so important to the Blues. If you were to pick an all-star from the Blues roster right now, uh, it's safe to say he would probably be, be it. But I, I love watching him play. He's one of my favorite players in the league to watch. Did you ever think that uh, going into the season on December 15th, you'd be saying that, that uh, the guy who, if there was one single all-star from the team, it would be Buchnevich? Maybe. I mean, this guy had 30 goals last season. He was, a, he was more than a point-per-game player last year, too. So he, he certainly is. Listen, it's tough to make the all-star team nowadays because the way the format is and with every team – needing to have a player represented and the lack of, you know, roster players now and how they do it by division and all that, it becomes more and more difficult. I don't think he would complain, Matt, to be honest with you. If he wasn't named, you know, he'd probably take the break like a lot of these guys would. Um, although this year the All-Star game is in Florida, so maybe more players would be more apt to volunteer to go. But this guy's a hell of a player, man. I loved him when he was in New York. It's obviously proven to be a great trade. But, you know, I mean – you know, Kyrie, Robert Thomas, I mean, those are probably your two other options right now on the Blues. So, I mean, it's uh, – I think Buchnevich, man, he's been their most consistent player. If he can stay healthy and, and, and you know, stay around this point-per-game pace, um, it wouldn't shock me at all if he's the guy. He is Andy Strickland, ringside reporter for Valley Sports Midwest, covering the Blues. Andy, thanks as always for your time. We'll talk again real soon. Okay, anytime, guys. You have a great holiday, okay? Thanks a Same. lot. Yeah, same to you. Andy Strickland joining us here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. Appreciate him taking a few moments. Think about how hard a puck has to hit you in the foot to create a cut. I've always said that in sports, like, you, you think, like, I'm not talking about, like, boxing or MMA fighting or anything like that, but I've always said that just something that you attempt to do in sports, the most painful thing that you are going into is the blocking shots in hockey. You know, somebody might say getting hit by a pitch in baseball. Well, that's not you know, that's not technically something that you're really trying to do. Somebody else hits you with a pitch. In hockey, you are actively trying to block a shot. And I can't think of anything in sports that you're trying to do that is more painful 
than that. It's crazy. And then you hear that story that he takes a puck to the to the skate, to the foot, and it gets him so good that it ends up uh, creating a cut. And, and Andy's right. Generally in those situations, if it's that hard, you hear about uh, a, a broken bone. You don't hear about a cut. But such is life. So Pavel Buchnevich is back in the lineup coming up this evening. All right, one more break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get set for a Thursday night football. We've got it for you tonight. The Seahawks and the Niners, a 7-15 kick tonight. Our coverage is set to begin at 7 o'clock. So 12 minutes from now, we've got Thursday night football. A few more things that we want to get to uh, before we get out of here for the day. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX.